with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Hi. Matt DeBurs. Hello, Christopher. Uh, again, we have to uh, speed this up today because we're having a big meeting with our boss right after. So technically, this could be the last podcast with us three in it. Mm. Yeah. You might get a new morning show. If we don't speak to you, you know what happened. Who knows? I don't know. He came in. He seemed to be in a pretty good mood, but you know. He looked at me sad. Did he? But he smiled at you too. <laughs> Bye, Matt. <laughs> I had a good run. He's waiting by the window. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Tapping his watch. Hey, uh, today is Good Samaritan Day. We didn't mention it on the All air, right. so, but it is Good Samaritan Day. So keep that in mind. There's those little things that you do. Uh, to make somebody else's life good. Like, you know, just just be a, be aware of your surroundings. Anytime I, you can help out, help out. It goes further than just this day, too. Yeah. Yeah, but today especially. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the door extra long. Yeah, Let, start today. Let's hope our boss is a good Samaritan. We'll find Ooh. out. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. We're expecting sunshine today and a high of plus four. The Oilers will play New Jersey at Rogers tonight. A new scandal has emerged involving Hollywood celebrities, but it's one you might not have expected. It involves Aunt Becky from Fuller House, actress Lori Loughlin, and about 50 others. Allegedly, they paid to get their kids into high-ranking colleges, from entrance exam cheating to bribes to made-up sports histories. It is crazy. And what's crazy is the amount that they paid. Like, Aunt Becky paid $500,000 dollars for her kids just to say they were on the rowing team <laughs> seriously jeez five hundred thousand bucks take expensive I, I, I thought it was common knowledge that parents in the states paid for their kids to get to these expensive places but i guess they, they i mean extra money like because the tuition is unbelievable right yeah. it's in the hundred thousands of dollars but then you got to pay a little extra because your kid's not quite as smart as the rest or can't row as good as the rest that's right i guess what i read is this is like the middle class rich getting okay. their kids in, like the elite rich would buy a wing at yeah. the school okay. and then be like, okay, little Timmy can come into our school because you basically dropped four or five million dollars. Right, right, right. Oh, so if you only <laughs> have 500 grand. <laughs> so you got to fudge some numbers. <laughs> got it. All right. Well, the full length trailer is out and people are losing their minds. You probably saw this on Facebook yesterday. Aladdin and Jasmine are finally taking flight in the live action film Aladdin and we get to meet the new genie, Will Smith. Oh, great one who summons me. I stand by my oath, loyalty to wishes three. I'm kidding. Watch this. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little bit of controversy over Will Smith is genie. Everyone's kind of like, he looks a little weird. Hmm. The blue is, is different. <laughs> but he does. he's not in blue the entire time. Good the, to know. From the trailer. All but, right. But very, very, you have to be very, very funny. Like, I mean, that's the key in that, that role. So I think funny. he's got so, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that works. I, it will be in theaters May 24th. Nice. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. Okay, are you guys ready to do this? Uh, yeah. We're giving you a chance to win tickets to a WWE. We just got a text from somebody saying they went recently. It was the loudest stadium they've ever been in. The crowd gets so into it. It's so much fun, and we want you to win tickets. If you're the first person listening that can uh, answer the too early for a question question this morning, 39% of people say they do this in their home once a week. All right, 39% of people say they do this in their home once a week. What is this? 780-421-1039. Number to call and you're off to WWE to do some wrestling on Friday night. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, you know, that's basically what we do here. We're just a big giant game show giving you chances to win all sorts of cool things, including WWE tickets. If you're the first person that can answer the question this morning, too early for a question. Question, 39% of people say they do this in their homes once a week. Chris, what do you think? Uh, scrub the floors? It's not scrubbing the floors, buddy. You're warm, though. But you're warm. You're warm, Chris. Uh, all right. Alrighty. Thanks, buddy. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? 
I'm pretty good, thanks. All right, what do you think 39% of people say they do in their home once a week? Vacuum. Look at that. You know it. What yes. kind of vacuum are you rocking? You got a Dyson? I wish, no. I wish I had a purple Dyson, but I don't. <laughs> you don't, eh? You Those dream, things, you dream for that. I mean, yeah. a Dyson can run you about 500 bucks these days. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. more. <laughs> what about the, what do they call those things that move around themselves like you got? A Roomba. A Roomba. Uh, till it sucks up the dog's poop. I robot or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 What a dream. What about those rainbow vacuums? What's a rainbow vacuum? Oh, they're about a $4,000, $5,000 oh. vacuum. Air purifier and everything in those ones. Oh, <laughs> they're serious, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, Look at all these possibilities. <laughs> congratulations. You knew. And uh, that means you're going to WWE on Friday night. This is going to be a lot of fun. Have you ever been to a wrestling before? No, I haven't. But okay. my son will love it, I'm sure. Your son Aww. will love it. Yeah, make sure he takes mom with and then you get fired up and you somehow get in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> mom, you have to bring a sign too, by the way. Yeah, the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Six eleven kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, yeah, we're having a, a good morning. The weather is fantastic, and coming up uh, shortly, we're going to talk about annoying toys. Um, just when you thought the old baby shark thing couldn't get to the next level of annoying, uh, yeah, it has, and uh, that'll lead us into annoying toys. So start thinking about that. Uh, yesterday, the story from Ottawa with a seventy-year-old man uh, who, again, uh, basically he was stuck in his house uh, because it snowed and he couldn't get out, and so he just said, "Ah, oh, whatever, I'll just deal with this." No self. It out. He wrote, yeah, he wrote it out. So they finally rescued him a couple of days ago. And so we asked the question, where have you been stuck? And it, it took so many twists and turns as we asked the question. And here's a crazy text. Yeah, this was pretty funny. My brother and I were around four and six years old and we were playing cowboys. Well, I was running around the house and I didn't have a cowboy hat. So he took the toilet training seat that was used for potty training because it looked like a hat and put it on my head. Well, my dad tried to get it off, and after giving all of us trouble, mm. we had to go to a local mechanic shop so they could cut it off using a special tool. Good thing I was too young to know how embarrassing <laughs> it really was. You see the mechanic fire up the grinder? That might be a little nerve-wracking. Oh, well, toilet seat head for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. And I told the story kind of similar to that. It's, it's amazing where kids' heads will go. Like, where did your kids get their heads stuck? Uh, when my brother and I were young, I think we were like three and four years old, we stayed at my aunt's who lived here in Edmonton and they had a balcony with the, you know, the, the, the metal rails. And, and we used to, all we used to do when we were kids was play cows. And, uh, he was the cow and I was the, <laughs> the farmer. And I talked him into putting his head between those rails and it got stuck. And like, sometimes you can get things in, but you can't get them out. Yeah. It's, it's the st kid's stupid ears. Yeah. And my, 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 <laughs> it took my uncle Roger, he, he didn't come home. He had to come home like whatever, four hours later and uh, hacksaw my brother out of this thing. But I love the text we got when I talked about that story. Quick tip. If uh, your kids get their heads stuck between the bars, pick them up and turn their face to the ground. Their ears will now be facing the bars and you'll be able to get them back out. So you turn their ears around and make them more slideable. Oh. So before you butter up your child to yes. get them out of those bars. Or hacksaw. Yeah. Try turning them around and getting those okay. ears going the other way. Got the kid. Sandra told us a crazy stuck story. Trying on a dress for a wedding we needed to go to. I had my daughter with me who was just a baby. And I have my septum pierced. And I had just like a horseshoe in. But I tried on a lace dress. And when I was taking it off, my arms got stuck above my head. And my was stuck on my nose ring. <gasps> no. <laughs> I couldn't even reach down to get it. And I was so scared. I was going to have to like yell for help. Yeah, because you couldn't get to the doorknob. 
No. And and you didn't want anybody to see this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much stretched over my head. Your eyes, your <laughs> eyes must have been watering with your nose ring being stuck. And <laughs> yeah. you look down and you got a baby in a car seat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was, it was As you guys paint the picture, I could really see what's you know happening. What? If, I, if I'd have been there, that'd have been a great opportunity to just tickle her, hey? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, this baby shark thing. If you haven't heard the baby shark song, you're about to. And I, I hate this because now it's going to be in our heads for the rest Sorry, of the guys. day. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it starts out. Oh, good beat. But then yeah. the lyrics start. Yeah. Wait for it. Here it comes. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. What's the next one? Baby shark. Mommy shark. Of course, mommy's got to go next. <laughs> this is going to go on for the yeah. considerable time. So, so it goes on to mommy, daddy, grandma, it, grandpa. Two billion views on YouTube. Yeah, Easily. No big deal. It's become a huge thing. So, of course, uh, people like Walmart and Amazon have said, hey, why don't we make ourselves a baby shark singing shark? It makes complete sense. So... Uh, that leads to the question that that will be an annoying toy for parents. That'll be the kind of toy that dad in the minivan will finally lose it and baby shark will be in the ditch. You just know it. <laughs> Sooner or later it's going to happen. Sooner or later it's going to happen. So the question this morning is annoying toys in your world, uh, whether you've got kids now or whether you were once a child or yeah, at some point in your life, annoying toys that just absolutely drive parents crazy. Now you two actually brought some in. Now Matt, you're excited about the one we're about to play. Yeah, the cube. The cube, the okay. VTech. Now you learning. Your cube. son's four, five months old. He'll be five months old this week. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, and, Jack. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> did you really know what he'd be? Yeah, the fifteenth. Oh. It's an easy date to remember. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I I didn't know if it was this week or next week. I'm living in a blur. <laughs> How old are my kids exactly, Jack? Like, what right, is yeah. going on? I'll get back to you. Is, she's like the raid man when it comes I, to that. She's stuff. not secretly the mother. Okay, no, okay. before no. that text comes in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, all right. Let's hear the cube. Why was this? Why is this so annoying? Come and say hi. There's fun on five sides. Meet the animals. Beat the, the drum. drum. The cube is fun for everyone. Now, here's the question. How much does that person get paid to do that, I wonder, you know? That's the same voice on another toy he has. The slide and play. Is this, it VTech? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The VTech lady's just sitting in her kid voicing pool of money. Wow. <laughs> oh, and that's not true. the only banger on the cube. You've yeah. got the bird in the circle, yeah. the dog in the star, the yeah. cow in the triangle, and the cat in the square. And they're absolute bangers. I feel Chris. like in your case, your son who will be five months old on Fridays, we've established, is probably learning less than the dad is when he's probably playing along. <laughs> he just wants to put it in his mouth. Yeah. He does not care about the music. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I slobber on it enough, it'll stop. All right, Jack, what do you have? But kids love what they love, right? They want yeah. to play it over and over and over sure. again. So so we got this globe from Bob's mom, Penny, and it's very educational. And she came from a really good place. She was like, I want Kennedy to learn about the world and learn about languages. But we're all learning over and over and over again. Hello. Hi. What do we say in other places? I would like to know. Me too. When we're seeing brand new faces, how do Strap we say in. hello? Strap in. Here this you go. This one's a long one. In German, we say hello. 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 French, Bonjour. Bonjour. Spanish, we say hola. Hola. Italian, it's ciao. 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 And it goes on for about 50 more languages. This is outrageous. Hang on, hang on. there's one at the end. There's one at the end I didn't know. 
Mihao in Mandarin. Mihao. Mihao. Oh, I said Mihao. Okay, that would be. That's probably a swear. I mean, you hear that five, six, seven dozen times. You're going to get to know it pretty well. And how often do these things just fire up in their bedroom in the middle of the night for no reason? Like, that's the best, right? Terrifying. Yeah, exactly. Don't jostle the cube. We were at Value Village (laughs) a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I went to the kids' toys section, as you do as a parent, looking for a cheap toy. There is about. 15 of these cubes. Oh, yeah. Parents are so excited to get rid of these. They're like, here you go. Now, we just got this text, and I think this may be our winner. The most annoying toy has to be the recorder flute. Oh, yes. You got to get the uh, frozen soundtrack music to that. It's in my future. (laughs) 780-421-1039. Call us and tell us about that uh, most annoying toy. You can also text us at 103939, and you get bonus prizes if you can actually play it. Like if you're at home right sure. now and you've got the toy with you. We'll live your pain. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about annoying toys because a baby shark is coming out with a toy. You knew that was coming, and we're getting some great texts at 103939. Yes, the one toy that my parents always hated was those fake lawnmower things that were full of balls where you would wheel it around and they would pop and bounce around in the toy. <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. Did you Carter or Bailey on one? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that was my time. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Two texts in a row about Hatchimals saying that they are so loud. Wish they had a volume button to turn them down. That comes from Kendall. Tracy. Yeah. You say your 15 year old has the most annoying toy by far. What is that? The PlayStation. The PlayStation. (laughs) You can't get away from that noise. Oh, my God, the popping, the banging, the shooting, the oh, crashing. Oh, my God, it's horrible. It turns into swearing once your husband plays. Hmm. Oh. Are you talking by the, by the mother or by the, by the, <laughs> yeah. the husband? Both. By All both. are swearing. And don't they have headsets now so they can listen to these things without? Right. That's the thing. You can literally yeah, plug in headset. Them. They don't use them. Uh, Mom, use them. I can't hear everything with the headset on. <laughs> I need the ambient sound. And it's online, so you hear all of the friends playing them too, and it's like, come on, shut the damn thing off, oh, I'm trying to do something. So frustrating, hey, Mom? It's horrible. Horrible, horrible. Well, there you go. Do you remember a little annoying toy when he was a kid, kid? Oh, yeah, the popper. The what, sorry? The lawnmower popper. The lawnmower popper. Oh, oh yeah. It's scary. I yeah. mean, it can surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> You're easily scared. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think somebody's you. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, PlayStation again. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about annoying toys. Oh, the phones are ringing off the hook, and you all seem to have one. Uh, Jack, we're getting lots of texts. Yes, this comes from Aaron on a flight to Toronto years ago. A child sat on his mom's lap with a Barney piano that he pushed the same key the entire way. It would repeat. I love you, you love me, just like this. You're a happy family. (laughs) I don't have the clip of Barney. (laughs) Well, it took all my effort not to grab it and toss it down the aisle. The mom had some sort of magical doing uh, for hearing ability. She could just clear it out. I still hear that in my head. Tune it out, right? Desensitized. Rihanna, what about you? Ben, when he was about four, got a little ambulance that had like multiple buttons. Yes. And one of the buttons got... Okay. So, needless to say, we stuck it outside in the snowbank because it was driving us crazy, and it took a week before the battery actually finally died. Oh, man. Everybody in the neighborhood is, when is the ambulance going to (laughs) arrive? The little ambulance that could. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
<laughs> well, it's the ultimate best man speech gone wrong. A couple is furious after their best man shared that he was taking bets on when the married couple would get a divorce. Now, it had a twist at the end, but he didn't get to that in his speech because everyone started yelling at him. Here's the thing. The minimum bet was 50 bucks, and he went around before his speech and collected all this money. People would guess a year that the divorce would happen. In the end, there was three grand in the pot. Now, he said if the couple, or he wanted to say, made it to the last year that was guessed, which was 2041, the couple themselves would get the three grand. He wanted to end his speech. We all know none of us are going to be winning this bet because you two will be together forever. So you can look forward to cashing in in 2041. (laughs) But he never got to it because everyone was so outraged. They were like... What are you doing taking divorce bets at a wedding? Let him finish. Let the he man start, finish. He had a great idea. He just had to get to the end. You know, it was, Never it, was it was another fundraiser for the for the couple, but uh, all they heard was, "Hey, when are we getting a divorce?" and you guys are all putting money on this and it great was great idea. Yeah. Wrong person doing it. Wrong execution. I don't think the best man should have done it. Yeah. Maybe another one of the groomsmen. Yeah. The guy's got to speak at the wedding probably a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> I think he maybe should have started out with maybe the punchline, like, hey, look, this is just going on until this, but who knows? Yeah, he got it, but I could just see, he went up there thinking, I just came up with the greatest idea, and and he started to talk, and then all of a sudden, the bride's mom started yelling at him, and the bride's dad, and then then the groom, he says, we've been best friends for years. He didn't think it was a good idea either. You've been to a lot of uh, Hmm. weddings as an MC, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see that... uh, Best man, crumple up the pre Yeah, you can tell. Speech. You know it's got. It's not going to go well. What do you think about this idea? Do you think? Uh, I, I don't know. He posted it online because he was like, "You guys, I have to explain my point." And yeah. I guess it was about eighty twenty. Yeah, there was twenty percent. <laughs> not in his favor. I I I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of see the the best man's. He's looking for something unique and 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 uh, exciting to do and help give them some more money. And you know, if you stay married till twenty forty one, then you get the money. It's a long time though. I want that money. Before <laughs> <laughs> it's 22 years. So there you go. Yeah, my whole theory was that uh, you should actually get your wedding gifts on your 25th wedding anniversary instead of actually on the day. So again, another reason to keep you wanting to stay married. There you, know, you go. We More all, gifts. We all need a little bit of encouragement. What do you think about this idea? Do you think he was completely wrong by doing this at the wedding or do you kind of see where he was going with this thing? I kind of see. I, I, I'm on his side, man. Yeah. This is a great idea. This is the horrible, <laughs> most horrible it's idea I've ever heard. It's such a good idea. <laughs> it's so bad. So bad. No one is going to wait till the end. This, like, it's basically, okay, if they're going to stay together, It's ba- you're giving them a huge wedding gift. Yeah, they got to wait 20 years, but it's a great gift. Taking divorce bets at a wedding is so disrespectful. Okay, the how about the rehearsal dinner? <laughs> 780-421-1039. What do you think? Here's Thomas Rhett. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about this story, uh, this happened down in the States, I assume. Yes. Probably Florida. Everything happens in Florida. <laughs> anyway, best man at the wedding gets up and speaks and starts telling basically uh, everybody there, and most people know it, he's done a divorce pool, and he's asked everybody to put in a minimum of 50 bucks to guess which year the couple would potentially get divorced. Everybody goes crazy when he starts to tell this story. The, the, I guess the punchline to it was he was going to say, but I know this is never going to happen, so uh, at uh, tw- uh, 2041, the 
the couple gets the $3,000 if they stay married, yes. right? But he never got to that point because everybody was losing it on him. The bridesmaid, even the the husband or the, the yeah, the husband himself got yep. so mad at the best man and was like, you're out of here, get out. I don't know if this is a guy or girl thing, but Matt and I are kind of both on his side a bit. Jack says she'd be furious if something like this oh, happened. Oh yeah, taking divorce bets, no matter what it's for at a wedding, is such bad taste. <laughs> Give the guy a break. <laughs> yeah. It was a great idea yeah. to get that couple more money. Yeah. There are still, as people are pointing out on the text line, 60-some people that drop cash <laughs> on the divorce board. And that's what this text from Matt said. You say that taking divorce bets at the wedding is bad, but how about everyone that actually placed the bet? Mm. Like, yeah, what if you find out that your mom said, oh, they're going to get divorced in two years and slapped out a 50? Like, that's the real issue. Yeah, you wouldn't want them to see that. You're right. All right. Uh, Shelly, what about you at 780-421-1039? You know, I think it was a, his intentions were good. Yes. I wonder if his tone of voice. Hmm. Right? What would How be a bad tone of voice? Delivering, well, if he was too serious about it. <laughs> oh. You know, like his tone of voice, if he was really, really... <laughs> intense and serious about it. Yeah. Or if he put a little bit of ha-ha into it right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you can get away with things if you kind of like, yeah, are laughing through it, right? Exactly, just like you guys do on the radio. Yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) we try to get away. Are you saying we're getting away with it? (laughs) Thanks for calling. Yeah. (laughs) Mike D., what do you think? Uh, How about betting on when they're going to have the first child? That would have been sweet. Oh, good call. But then there's that gray area, what if she can't conceive? What if there's something wrong with him? And then you've brought that out into the forefront. Now you've upset them this way. Mm. Okay, fine then. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Wedding, basically, the the the, the groom uh, the groom's best friend is the best man, which is normally the way it is. He uh, gets up to say his best man speech. Those speeches are always kind of a uh, uh, hit and miss. Hit, hit and miss, more miss than hit usually. And uh, he basically announces that he's done a a, a divorce pool, and uh, you know a lot of people have participated in it. He's got three thousand dollars. People got to guess the year that the couple got divorced, and he never got to the punchline, which was basically. And we know these guys are not going to get divorced, so in, in twenty forty one, we'll give them. The Three thousand dollars, and uh, they'll have this money, and this is just awesome. But there we go. It never got to that point because everybody just lost it on him, including his best friend, the groom. They gave him the hook. Yeah, so he never got to that point. So now he's gone on social media and said, "Was I wrong doing this?" And I don't know. Like the more I think about it, when we got married, and granted, we were young and very naive, never even thought about divorce. If somebody would have said that to us and said, "Hey, in twenty years, you guys are still married, you're going to get an extra three thousand bucks," I'd have been, "Hey, I'll take that uh, wedding." Sure, why not? Council, right? it's Chris Sheets. I have the no, were you, were you thinking divorce <laughs> no, when you got married? All. No, that, I, I that's what I'm saying. saying. Yes. It was, I, who would say yes? <laughs> I, I mean, it was but, in the back of my head all day. <laughs> but if you're not thinking divorce, then why would it bother you? Well, guess at this wedding, we're thinking divorce, though. That's the thing that they're saying is they had $3,000 on people the, that had placed these bets. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the problem isn't with the best man in this situation. I don't think it is. This guy's getting a bad rap for a good idea. What do you think? What, what are people Somebody saying? Somebody texted in. They said it was a great idea, however, terrible execution. But there is someone that really likes it. They said, now that I heard the entire story, it's kind of cool. I'm getting married this summer, and I'm totally going to do it. Wow. And she said, I'm a woman, and I think this is hilarious. Instead of the however long it was, like 20 something years to cash this 22 in. 22 right. years. Why can't they make it 15 or 10? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should it matter? Well, you want that money a little sooner. Oh, if you want the money sooner, yeah. Because I, I know I'm going to make it that long. Yeah. 
Yeah. How about but if you, not 22? I might be dead. How about if you oh. get installments? You get 500 bucks for okay. every five years you That's stay married. That's a good idea. See, but what about the poor people that put money down on the bet? Yeah. They're not getting return. There's so much to think about. Okay. Uh, Yvonne, what do you think? I, unfortunately, I think it had all to do with the execution. I think yeah. it's a great, fun idea. Yeah. But sadly... There must have been something wrong with his delivery because I would have let that puppy roll. You would have. I would have. I'm, but I'm, I'm kind of a bit of a crazy person myself, yeah. so I would have let it roll. Had a good laugh. Weddings are too stressful anyways. Yeah. They need to have something crazy. Yeah, like you- a divorce board. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, this crazy story about, a, 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 I guess, the you know best men, sometimes they just are just so clever, aren't they? So smart. Yeah, they come up with ideas like having a divorce pool at the wedding and, and announcing it at their speech and basically saying, <laughs> But wait till the end. <laughs> we raised $3,000 uh, from everybody here. They all guessed what uh, year that you guys would get divorced. Uh, again, the punchline was that uh, we know you're not going to get divorced, so you're going to get this money. In 2041, we're going to give you the $3,000, uh, but it didn't go over well, to put it mildly. No, the overall consensus was great idea, terrible execution. Uh-huh. So you have a story from your wedding? So at my wedding, the... Uh, uncle to my husband, who was a psychiatrist, um, predicted that the wedding would, the marriage would only last 10 years and wrote a $10,000 check and said that if we lasted over 10, 10 years, he would give us the $10,000. Later on, he got so liquored, he got up to the speech podium to say a speech and thank God he never mentioned anything about the, the check and the money and the proposal. Um, and then later on that night, the ad found the check on the floor. Wow. Um, somebody said we should have taken the check and we should have just hit it and cashed it in after the 10 years of marriage. And <laughs> he probably wouldn't have known any different anyways, but... Um, I'm just saying we had a better bang for your buck going at my wedding. That's all I wow. can say. You imagine yeah. that guy 10 years from writing that check? Like, hmm, bank account's a little light today. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We've got a weirder what, thanks to a wonderful listener that reached out. Yes, Jack? Yeah, we got this text. Hey, Chris, Jack, and Matt. With St. Patrick's Day coming up, I am once again forced to face my fear. I am actually terrified of leprechauns. They just creep me out. My boyfriend thinks I'm crazy, but I think it's actually pretty rational fear. Am I weird or what? I like to know how it's rational. <laughs> they give you a pot of gold. <laughs> yeah, but they're so darty. And they're wee. They're darty? You say they <laughs> move bob and weave? They move fast? Yeah, you can't keep track of them and they can't be trusted. No. All right. No, you shouldn't be scared of leprechauns. They're a nice creature. A little red beard, a little corncob pipe, the, the pantaloons. Hmm. Not, what's not to love? Well, it's Mini fine. men. No way. <laughs> <laughs> You're married to a leprechaun. <laughs> but he's muscly. I don't That's think true. leprechauns are that muscly. Oh, it's so hard to say. But there's people that are scared of, like, you know, clowns and yeah, mascots. So. And there's a person that's scared of leprechauns. leprechauns. What about you? What do you think? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. Being scared of leprechauns that we get close to St. Patrick's Day is it weird or what? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Today is National Earmuff Day, right? It sure is. So what we thought we would do just for fun—I mean, it, it's a visual, but I think it might be some audio. You know what? You never know unless you try, right? Yeah, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take, as Walter Gretzky would say. 
think it was Wayne Gretzky, but whatever. Okay, well. No, it was Wayne's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I know who Walter is. Let's carry on. <laughs> how, we, we don't even know what we're saying when we're listening to each other. So how is this going to work? All right. But here's the thing. If you were in this room right now, uh, we all have headphones on. We're going to have these no, noise-canceling headphones. So when we mouth something, like we've got the earmuffs on, uh, we'll see how well uh, people can read our lips, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, so who wants to go first? Should I go first? And who am I doing this with? Do it with Jack. Okay. So Jack's got her. She's going to go into the cone of silence. You're going to say the phrase, and Jack's going to try to determine what Chris is saying on this National Air Muff Day. Okay. okay. All right, Jack, can you hear me right now? Yes. Well, you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> okay, I for sure can hear. Jack, can you hear me over here? What? Jack, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Jack? I'm ready. All right. Okay, she's ready. Go. She can't Give hear me. Give her the three, two, one, Chris. All right. Three, two, one. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. <laughs> okay, I have to go to school? Sydney? I had school today? <laughs> I'm a little teapot, short and stout. I have, I, I don't know. <laughs> Keep trying. Keep okay, trying. One I'm more time. a little teapot, short and stout. I'm a, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. It's <laughs> so hard. Okay. <laughs> you really need to pronunciate it. Not just you, everybody. Okay. Well, Matt's got these tiny lips, so this is going to be impossible. Well, uh, Jack's going to read hers and I'll try to get hers. All right. So I'm going to go on the cone of silence. Here we go. I like pancakes. Do you like waffles? I like pancakes. Do you like waffles? How did you do that? Did I get it? Yeah. Oh, I got a skill, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? I should be reading lips okay. for the FBI. All right. So last but not least, it's my turn. Okay. Chris is in the cone of silence. Can you hear me, Chris? I, you got Metallica blasting in my ears. I can't enter okay. Sandman. Okay. I'm ready. Here we go. E two, one. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. Looks like the That's guy's not fair. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Earmuff Day. And uh, I mentioned it. Uh, well, we, we did our little experiment to see if we could read each other's lips. We just, right. got, we just got this call. I wanted to tell Jack not to feel bad about not being able to read lips. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Women don't need to do it as often as men do. Because the theory is you guys actually listen. You don't have yes. to read lips. Yeah. You're actually hearing what somebody is saying to you, which is kind of a novel idea. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought earmuffs, when I think earmuffs kids, that's kind of become a phrase where, you know, if uh, something that the parents are saying or somebody that's saying around them that they don't necessarily want them to hear earmuffs, kids, plug your ears. Who is the uh, the, the most unconventional swearer in your life? Like there's the uh, traditional conventional ones, like your husband, for example. Yep. Works oil, on the, oil works field on the worker. Yeah, yeah. And just swears a it's lot. Just Does his, he? It's just his way of communicating. Yeah. Like yeah. so much. And it gets less and less the more he's home. But that right. first day when he's off the rigs, oh my goodness, who is he? <laughs> he's like swearing at Kennedy like she's the real, like a roughneck. On his- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it takes him some time to get it out of him. Yes. But we're not looking for like the, that person, the person that literally uses it as a vowel. And it can be, like they say, that one word can be used in so many different uh, different ways, right? That's the thing, mm-hmm. depending on, 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 on the mood you're in, so to speak. But who are the unconventional swears? Those people you're like, wow, I can't believe they swear so much. So much. 
Oh, my mom. Yeah. She doesn't swear often, but when she does, yeah. it means something. Yeah. Real J- power to the word. Jack and I were talking about this. I've, yes. This is an awkward thing for me, but but I'm going to say I've got a sister-in-law, Sharon, and she is like the nicest person on the planet, and she's like adorable. She's a play school teacher, but that girl can curse. Like she can curse. It's yeah. It's hilarious, and she can use it in all sorts of different ways. And I said, she's a play school teacher, and then you said- I have a friend, Kathleen, who's also a play school teacher, and she swears a lot too. And the thing is- not in school. No, no, obviously not. But even I would just hope not. <laughs> I, like you know what they do, and then you read their text, and you're like, oh man, yeah. like you're bad because they're good all day, and then they have to be a little naughty in the evening. I guess. And my friend Jessica too, who is the cutest, shortest little person. She is. She's also a teacher, but for high school, swears. There you all go. All the time. Is it because they just got to get it out? Like they must just have to get it out. Chelsea Jensen, who works here, yeah. she doesn't swear often. Yeah. But once in a while, <laughs> you'll overhear her drop a swear word and you're like, oh my, Lanta. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. All right. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. Do you have that unconventional swear in your life? Maybe it's the pastor of your church. I don't know. <laughs> Are they allowed? I, I don't, don't know. know. I have hey. home the old sermon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 of bombs. I'm paying attention. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.